What's happening, everybody? How's it going? This is Can I Get More Podcasts in my monitor. I am Johnny Ruckus. How are everybody doing today? It is May 17th, 2020. Yeah, it's a cruddy day out. It's a crappy day out. It's raining cats and dogs or whatever other kind of uh, you know thing you want to make up that it's raining. It's raining it, so good for you. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's been a uh, busy weekend so far. Uh, running around, doing a bunch of stuff around the house. Haven't had a whole lot of time or taken a whole lot of time to figure out what I'm going to talk about today. But uh, that's okay. I got to figure it out. So you get to listen to me yammer for a while and drink a cup of coffee. Shout out to Black Rifle Coffee Company. Fantastic. I'm getting jacked up. Getting jacked up today. Um, I am going to talk about one of my guitars. Pretty much my favorite guitar. Um, just one of those ones that you... Uh, you just it comes together for you when you play it you know i think every time i play it i come up with something um creative or you know it's just a it's just one of those guitars it's my my fender squire 51 yes it's a squire yes it's uh, a cheap guitar if you will but it is built really great and it's a uh it's a great modders platform so over the years, it's it's been everything's been changed out on it pretty much at some point in life, but didn't start out that way. Um, the fifty one is a is is different than a pretty well. It is different than pretty much every uh, squire that they made uh, back in two thousand three when they started making the squire fifty one. It was basically the only. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's the only guitar that was like a Squire original where it wasn't, uh, coming from a Fender, you know, it wasn't like a, a remake of a Fender guitar, like a, a, a Telecaster or a Stratocaster. And this guitar ends up getting mistaken for both of those, but mostly Telecaster, um, because what it does is it takes a Stratocaster body, basically puts a Telecaster neck on it, so it's got that smaller headstock on it, which then people are, think it's a Telecaster. And then what it also does, is it takes elements of the uh, 51 precision bass, so like the pick guard and the controls look like they're from that era of P-Bass. So you put that all together, and I'll end up, putting a video or a, a you know a photo on the video here but obviously i'll post some uh photos if you're just listening to the regular podcast which i definitely appreciate uh it combines all those elements so it gets uh mistaken as a telecaster quite a bit and i do have to explain that it's actually it's called a 51 named after the the p bass that it shares the controls and the pickguard from. This one does, uh, like I said, it's got the Telecaster headstock. It is a little, it's more Telecaster neck. It's a maple neck, maple fretboard. Um, 
I think it's a basswood body, you know, so it's nothing, it's nothing fancy, uh, 25 and a half inch scale. It comes with, uh, a neck single coil, which is like a strat single coil. It's not a telecaster. So the shaping and stuff is a little, the routing's a little bit different. And then it has a humbucker in the bridge. And then they put a coil split in the volume pot because there was just a volume pot and a pickup selector. There's no tone knob. And yeah, you can you can coil split it to make a single coil. And then it had like a rotating pickup switch. So it looked like a tone knob. Uh, the only thing that I found with that is it was if you didn't remember where you were, you couldn't just look at it because it all looked the same. The, 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 the volume and the pickup selector looked exactly the same. You know, the knurled, you know, the chrome knurled knob. So that was one of the first things I did when I started modding it. But we'll we'll get to that. Uh, this one, they started making them in 2003. And then they went through 2006. And around the end of 2006 into 2007, they were really having a fire sale on them. And I didn't, ha- I didn't really know anything about these guitars um, until way later. But they were having a fire sale on them and getting rid of them. I, they were selling them for like 100 bucks. Some places were selling them for like 70 just to get rid of them because they weren't going to make them anymore. And I wish I would have known that. Because <laughs> uh, they were about 150 brand new like when they, were, when they first came out. But then they, uh, they, they discontinued them. And then what happened after that is people started finding these things. You know, they, a lot of people bought them for really cheap, you know, 100 bucks for a really great guitar, $70 for a really great guitar. So people bought these things up. They sold out, you know, and that was kind of the end of it because, uh, you know, they were getting out of it, right? A couple years. That was fun. That was a good experiment, and that's it. Well, people started getting a hold of these things, and they started modding them. They're a really great modding platform because they're not a super expensive guitar. You don't feel um, particularly bad about taking any pickups out or changing uh, anything on it. And with a strap body, and I think it's a pretty open route in there, if I remember correctly, as far as for the... It's been a while. No, 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 I'm wrong. There's a single coil route, and then there is just a humbucker route that's not like a, a, a... What do they call that? Well, it's not routed out, you know, completely or whatever. But it takes a strap pickup in the neck. So, yeah, and that's mounted straight to the body. So you don't have to worry about mounting to the pickguard or anything. So you can just take the pickguard off and pull the pickup out. Really, it's it's pretty pretty simple to work on. Strat pickup, you can find them. There's you know a hun- hundreds of different strat neck uh, configur- configurations. Uh, I ended up putting like a hot rails type in mine. Um, that was modded quite later, but, uh, you can put all sorts of stuff, you know, a humbucker route, obviously you can put all sorts of any humbuckers in there. And then there's also spots, well, not spots, I shouldn't say, 
but there's tons of different bridges. Obviously, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of humbuckers that you can put in the thing. Coil tap, not coil tap, whatever. All nerd stuff. But then other people, you know, they put Telecaster bridges on them. So then and therefore you put a, uh, a Telecaster pickup in it. I thought that was a very, um, I, I thought that's a great uh, update or whatever, you know, a mod, a great mod. I guess you can see the humbucker route just a little bit, but whatever, doesn't really matter. Yeah, you can put Telecaster bridge on it, put Telecaster bridge pickup in it. I end up getting a different style um, made for the Squire 51. I thought that the brake angle for the strings to the saddles was a little too harsh on the original one. I broke a lot of strings at the bridge, and it was all from that brake angle, I thought. So I ended up putting a different bridge on it, and it worked out, and I really... Since I did that, and that was like the first mod that I did, everything else was stock for a long time, I there was a, a lot of, uh, I gained a lot from that, you know, just without breaking strings. Uh, obviously, the mod was not expensive. Like I said, you can put Telecast Bridge on it. There's other, you can put just about any bridge in it. I've seen people wrote them out to put tremolos in it, Bigsby's on it. Uh, I know I've seen some with the uh, the Jazz Master style bridge, you know, the trem. You can do pretty much anything. And like I said, you don't feel too bad because it's, it's a not too expensive guitar, you know. So they continued making these things through 2006. And then they stopped and they had the fire sale, like I said. People started picking these things up. Modding them, Fender found out. I'm sure they were fielding a ton of questions about it too at the time. So in 2011, Fender decided to put a Pawn Shop 51 out. Uh, I think the major difference, well, obviously besides being made, I want to say those were made in Mexico. I'm pretty sure, but they could be made in America. Not 100% sure. I can't remember. I believe those were semi-hollows. I wanna I wanna say that there was a sound hole, but they're they're pretty much the same look. Uh you know, same style design with the telecaster headstock, the uh strat style body, the control cavity. I believe all that stuff was the same, but you know, they you know put a little bit of upgrade on it, but it was considerably more expensive. I want to. I'm pretty sure it was in Mexico because I think they were somewhere in the. If I remember right, somewhere in the eight, nine hundred dollar range. And they're gonna try to capitalize on, you know, what the fifty one, was and make some kizash on it. You know, fair to them. I think I remember playing one a, a while ago. I saw it in a some store. Um, they were, they overshot the price because what you could get out of the Squire was really not that far off from the Fender version. You know, the Fender probably had a little bit better fit and finish, just a tick. 
but there really wasn't that much of a difference besides being, we'll call it five times the price of the original at full price. So that lasted a couple of years until 2013 and they pulled the plug on that. I just don't, I don't think they sold any of them. And a lot, yeah, like I said, a lot of people were like, eh, it's not, it's not that much of an upgrade over the, the Squire version. So what they did, which was actually quite smart, is in 2013 they ended production on the Fender model and started building the Squires again. Pretty much the same specs as the original. Uh, the, o- the only thing that I can rem- that was like pretty different was they went with a string through bridge and body rather than the, uh, the bridge mount where the, the strings go through the back. Actually, you know what? I got that backwards. <laughs> they went through the string back instead of the string through. Other way around. I can't remember everything. Come on now. <laughs> um, I know. I don't think I've played a new one, a new Ur one, because they still make them now. You know, it's a, it's a thing still, and they're. You know, they're fantastic guitars. I think I think they're still in the 150 range. I think the the first gen early generation models are starting to go they're they've gone up a little bit cuz I don't know if it's a nostalgia thing or if they actually are a little bit better instrument. I'm not 100% sure. But you can't really find an, uh, a first-gen one for anything less than a brand-new one would be. A lot of time, they're more expensive. I bought mine probably somewhere in 2011, 2012. And I believe I paid $150 for it. And I bought another one... Mm, probably five years ago or so. And I think I paid 160 for it. So they're not going down on price and that's fine. They're that's still a great price point and they're fantastic instruments. As I said a million times already. So they reissued it in uh, 13 the Squire version, still going, changed the bridge a little bit. They may have changed a couple of things on it. You know, production stuff changes quickly. They added some new colors. Actually, not some. I think they just added one new color, I'm thinking. But uh, in the original version, they had a two-tone sunburst, which is the one I have. They have like a vintage blonde. It's kind of... uh, like a yellowish white, you know, I, it's vintage blonde. It looks old. I don't know. Uh, I actually had one of those. That was a second one. Um, and then they also had black with the white pick guard. Vintage blondes had a black pick guard. The two tone sunburst had a white pick guard, but I believe there's one year 
that they had a black one. And people kind of nerd out about these things. So that was like a big thing for a while. You got to maybe try to find a black guard one. And uh, not just a replacement. Got to be OG, right? No one would ever know. (laughs) No one would ever know. But that's fine. Got to nerd about shit. Nerd out about shit. Uh, And then the new ones... They had all those same colors, but they also added a candy apple red. It's a really fantastic red. I don't know if they just put that for the the 2013 or what, but that's all right. Because it's a good-looking one, white guard on it. Anyways, I uh, got mine, like I said, in 2011-2012. I was with a... Well, he always comes back, and he's going to be happy that I mentioned him again. My buddy Ryan, happy birthday, buddy. On Friday, you're old like me. So wish that guy happy birthday, Mr. RJ Styles. Um, he went with me to musical round. You know, uh, I'm sure I've went over this. I don't particularly spend a crap ton of money on gear i like gear obviously i'm an, I'm a gear nerd ish but i like to find deals and i don't care if it's uh you know a uh, super high you know if i can get i don't care if it's an american standard telecaster if i can find affinity an affinity model that i like close to just as much or it plays really close or better I'm going to buy that one. I don't need to spend $1,600 on a guitar where I can find something that's pretty damn comparable. And, you know, I can put a couple bucks into it and not feel bad for, you know, 200 bucks. Anyways, I'm a big proponent proponent of music go around. I like used gear. They always have, they always have good shit. Shout out to music go around. <clears throat> Anyways, I went there with uh, the Ryan, and I was looking for, I was actually looking at a Schechter, Schechter, Schech, <laughs> a Schechter 006, I believe. Uh, some of them had twin humbuckers. The one I was interested in had a single coil in the, in the, uh, in the neck. thought that was really neat. Get a little bit different tones out of it and whatnot. So I was look. I was actually look. You know, I always search online, and I was looking for that. You know, I was beat up a little bit. Big deal. I don't care. You know, I think it was a hundred and I think it was like around one hundred fifty, hundred seventy bucks, maybe two hundred, probably one fifty. That was kind of my sweet spot for a while. One hundred fifty, two hundred bucks. So I go in there and we're searching around and I'm looking at all the cheap guitars and stuff like that. That's how I roll. And I play the 006 and it's good. You know, I, I normally uh, play a guitar unplugged first. Even if it's an electric, I got to make sure it feels right. Because you can you can get a, a guitar to sound pretty much how you want it by changing pickups and, and stuff like that. Obviously, Tonewood does have an effect 
but you can rewire all the stuff. You can put all new wiring in it if you want to. So that's a lot of difference between the American-made stuff and the overseas-made stuff is the wiring, you know, obviously the tone wood, but a lot of a lot of it with the wiring and the pickups. So you can get a guitar to sound pretty dang good. Maybe it doesn't sound exactly like an American, but it'll sound like how you want it. So I got no problem doing that. So I'm looking at this guitar. It sounds, it sounds, uh, it feels pretty good. You know, it feels pretty good. You know, but you got to look around. You got to look around. And I'm, I'm looking around and playing a bunch of guitars. You know, I know I was walking from, uh, there was one area I was walking to, and all of a sudden I saw the 51. Saw the big, giant pickguard on it. It's a Fender. I like Fenders. You know, I've been kind of a Fender guy, um, really, for for most of the time I've played. Just something about them. I like the, I like how they're made. I like the uh, the longer scale length. You know, I tend to beat guitars up. So for me, if I'm if I'm uh, you know tuning down a little bit, for me, shout out to Bilber. Uh, I like that longer scale length. Feels comfortable to me. You know, it's all about comfort. So I I see this thing and I was like, oh, what is that? You know. My spidey senses go off. I go over there and oh, this is cool. I've never seen this, heard of this. This is really neat. What is this? You know, I got to look. Pick it up. Maple board like that. Um, Telecaster head, you know, headstock like that. Probably 149.95 or 99. I like that. <laughs> I know I played, a, I probably strummed a couple of chords on it. It was probably out of tune as fuck. And I bought it. I didn't even plug it in. I didn't need to. I didn't think I needed to. It felt that good. Um, that was it. I grabbed it and I said, I think I'm going to buy this one. Ring goes, well, you're, you're here for the other one. I know. But I think I'm going to buy this one. Cool. All right, ready to rock? Yeah, let's go. Checked out. This is mine. I bought a 51. I never plugged it in. Felt great. Still feels great. You know, obviously it should. Really connected with the guitar, you know, and that was that was quite a long time. Um he drove, so we were driving back to uh it's probably his apartment at this point. I probably left my car there. And I'm hopping on on my phone. And looking up, you know, I don't know anything about this thing. And all of a sudden I start looking up and there's like a cult following for this 51. I had no clue. You know, I was late to the party, probably five, six years late to the party. I had no idea. I had no idea that there was a cult following there. All these people are, you can do this mod, this mod. You know, did you ever try this mod? I was thinking this. Do you think this would work? What do you think? There's all sorts of pick guards, you know, that people make. And I'm just floored. I hadn't, you know, until 20 minutes before that, I had no idea what this guitar was, never heard of it, 
Never plugged it in. I really actually don't have any clue how it sounds, but I like how it feels, and I like the setup on it. I like the neck uh, being a single coil. The coil tap thing was neat. I never really used it, um, but the humbucker and the bridge, you know, I, was, I played hard rock metal. Obviously, you know, humbucker and the bridge, right? You got a chunky chug. I liked all the stuff, and it didn't look like a metal guitar, you know? It looked like you'd be playing blues or country on it. So I'm looking at all this stuff, and I'm I'm floored. And Ryan's driving, and he you know he doesn't really give a shit, you know. I mean, he obviously plays guitar, and he's happy that I'm happy. But you know, I mean, he's you know we look we've established we look at things different <laughs> at times, but it doesn't matter. You know, he's trying to drive. You know, I'm just yabbering on and kind of you know, blown, uh, blown away by what is, what I'm reading on the, uh, on the good old interwebs there. So I remember exactly what happened. I don't know if we went out, we might've went out partying or I went home. I'm not sure. We, uh, we used to throw down quite a bit back then. We're old now. Like I established happy birthday, old man. <laughs> so this quickly Became my number one guitar. I loved how it felt. It sounded pretty damn good. I was happy with how it sounded. I didn't think I had to mod it anymore. Or at all, really. I was happy with it. You know, but I did find out, like I said, with the bridge thing, I thought the brake angle was a little too harsh. So I did some research and found a pretty pretty close to a direct replacement. You know, it was the same with... Uh, it was made for the 51. I think I had to change one or two screw holes. Big deal. Ain't no thing. That's what it drills for. So I put that on there, and it pretty much solved the problem. You know, I, I'm pretty heavy-handed, as I established in other, other shows. But I think I put, like, uh, you know, I put the bridge on it, then I put uh, ended up putting roller st- string trees on it, just kind of freed up from binding i never changed the uh the nut out i think that's a plastic nut i wouldn't i wouldn't expect it to really be anything less and i played the guitar like that for a really long time um when i was in 215 you know that was that was when i you know i i got that guitar then I played, that was the main guitar. There's tons of pictures, old, older pictures of me playing that guitar. I played that guitar every show pretty much nonstop for, I don't know, three, four, probably four years, three years, just straight. That's what I would play. And then, you know, if I needed another guitar, obviously I had a backup because, you know, if you listen to last week's episode, I always had a backup. I played played that guitar all the way straight through. I uh, recorded the Dark Passenger by Two Fifteen, the album, predominantly all with that guitar, a hundred and fifty dollar guitar. That's what I had. A uh, couple different parts were played. One song was in a drop, like a deep a uh, uh, drop C. So I played that on a different guitar. I think I ended up playing four guitars on that record. But the 51 was 90, call it 90% of it. 
Played it on every song except for that one. And I might have even did the leads with the with the 51. Yeah, I played that. And I'll play a song uh, at the end of this for the outro that I recorded um, recorded with that guitar. Stock, you know, besides the bridge and the string trees. Um, you know, then we took a break. 215 took a break. And obviously I, I played the guitar. But when 215 decided to come back, I think it was about 16, 18 months. I did up end up getting another guitar. I got into uh, guitars with EMGs for a while there. And the 51 kind of took a, a back seat for gigging. I know I wrote a lot on the 51 because it's, it's a, it's a uh, for me, it's a very inspiring instrument. So I can pick it up like I, I know I probably said this earlier, but I can pick it up and I can just I can play I can play stuff as well as it kind of just promotes me being creative. You know, so it's just a, 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 a guitar that I connected with. So through that time, I was playing guitars with the EMGs in it, probably still riding on the 51, but it kind of took a back seat. And I know there were times, uh, long, longer times where it ended up in the, in the, in the closet, you know, in the case. Um, and then I bought another one, probably, like I said, about five years ago, four or five years ago, I found another one. Um, Kelly knows how much I liked my 51 and she was doing a course for her, uh, some certification she had to do. So I had kind of free range in, uh, Madison, which, you know, we don't frequent that often, but there's a tons of places that I don't normally get to go to. So, um, what is it? Guitar shop of Wisconsin. Shout out to them. They're awesome. They're one of, they're one of my absolute favorite guitar shops. You know, it's just kind of packed. Everything is all on top of one another, but I go in there. I just kind of dinking around, dinking around, dinking around. They have a 51. It was a vintage blonde one. Fantastic figuring on the maple neck. You know, they're all different. This one had a lot of bird's eye on it. Um, played it you know obviously it's 51 i like it so kelly gets out of the class for the day and i said hey they had a 51 over uh you know over at the guitar shop over there she goes what you didn't buy it <laughs> Gah. all right well let me see when they're open till <laughs> so we ran over there and we bought it um i had it for a few years i that one i actually modded Change out the pickups. Uh, I put a bridge on, like the same same bridge, but I changed the pickups up out on on that one. That one I had for a few years, and I liked it, but I didn't connect with it as much as I had the the original one. So I took all the the stuff out of it that I put in there, you know, the pickups and the wiring and all that stuff, and I actually put it. I put all that. stuff all the original stuff back in the vintage blonde one so I could sell it. Excuse me. 
and then I actually put all that stuff in my OG one. That was a few years back now. Let's call it call it three, well, maybe. Call it two, three years. So that guitar actually sat, uh, you know, I, you get other guitars. Uh, 215 actually came back again. And I know I used the 51 a little bit. I uh, used it as a backup, but I actually had another guitar that I used uh, for predominantly live performances. And then I got another guitar, so the, the 51 kind of went on the back seat again. I think I, well, no, I had it in the, uh, in the closet. So it wasn't getting a whole lot of use. You know, you cycles, cycles in and out. But every time I would play it, you know, I would still be really creative on it. And that continues to be the case today. I have it, um, you might be able to see the headstock. Well, I don't know. My fat head's in the way. There it is. <laughs> if you're watching the video, I leaned over. If you're just listening to audio, you're going, yeah, he's just a moron like normal. So you're welcome for that. But it was in the closet. You know, took a kind of back seat. And then, um, you know, what happened with 215 happened. Eventually, I'm going to get into to that. But I want the, I want, I want the boys with me. Um, we lost Josh. You know, and then uh, two fifteen was done. Unfortunately, you know, really. But um, the fifty one made it, made it back out. It's on. You know, it's right behind me. It's. I'm not propping it up there just for the shooting the video. It's there. I changed a string gauge. I've been I've been fucking with string gauges. I got eights on it. I really like how they feel. Um, I'm gonna end up modding that guitar some more. I've always liked the bridge or the the neck pickup I put in it, but compared to the bridge pickup now, it's super duper dark. It's a really dark. It's a thick tone for a neck. Um, well, they are anyways, but it's a super dark tone. And then the bridge is really bright and kind of brittle. Actually, I'm not. I don't really dig how the bridge pickup sounds anymore. So I'm going to have to do some research and try to find a different bridge pickup for that. But it's still here, and every day it inspires me. You know, I'm going to change a bridge pickup. I did change the wiring in it, so I put the uh, the volume pot. It's still There's still no tone knob. I, didn't, I took the, uh, the coil tapping out because I never really used it anyways that much. I didn't. I wasn't a real big fan of how it sounded. The coil tap part, and then I put a Gibson style three way switch in it, so I can actually see what's what. And that's that's what I've done to it. You know, I got well. You know, I ended up putting locking tuners on it, so I mean it's modded. But I go on a lot of the, you know I'm on a lot of the forums on the interwebs or on the Facebook groups. And the, there's a lot of people that do just these amazing things to these guitars. Anything. You think of it. Anything. You know, they route out the uh, the neck so they could put a humbucker or a mini humbucker or a P P90. I mean, you name it, the mods have been done on this thing, and they're really all awesome. And a lot of times people just do that themselves because, like I said, it is, an, it is a great modding platform. 
as well as it's it's a not expensive guitar. So you don't feel bad about doing stuff like that. You know, and then there's other people that you know get a different body because it is a net it is a strap body. You just have to get the neck pocket um with the square end like a telecaster neck does. You know, those are little differences. These are nerd things that if you care, you care, and if you don't, you have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about, which is fine. But this you can go as far as you want to with these things. And people have. There's a lot of awesome, awesome things that people have done to these things. So I'm going to continue to use mine, love mine. It really has been my favorite guitar for almost a full decade. It's probably, the, honestly, it's probably the guitar I've had, I've owned the longest in my life. I, uh, I rifle through them a lot. I've had, I've bought and sold a lot of guitars. Obviously, there's people that have more. But I've bought and sold a ton of guitars in my lifetime, and I'm keeping this one. So if you're more interested, I'm going to post some pictures of mine. Um, you know, I'm doing this podcast version, so I really made, I'm not going to really make much of a video. Just, uh, you know, I, you watch it. I do one camera, maybe two if I'm lucky. I'm doing one camera today, a couple edits. I don't do anything fancy, so I'm not going to, on this, make any video about the 51. And I'm sure that I haven't really looked many at many videos, but I'm sure there's a million of them out. I'm not going to do anything that's any different from, you know, people who have done far better jobs than I would, you know. But if you're interested, look it up. They're really a great guitar. They're really a great guitar. The maple necks that are they're shaped fantastically. Obviously, they look great. They have you know bird's eye maple on some of them. The one I have is not super bird's eye, but it's a beautiful neck regardless. Two tone sunbursts I have. I wouldn't mind one of those candy apple red ones, but not on my radar at the moment. I don't necessarily need it. Doesn't mean it will stop me <laughs> but i'll have to play a couple if i can find a couple look them up they're really great guitars they're cheap you don't feel bad about beating them up but they do sound great they feel awesome i don't i it's understated i think of how how great of a guitar they are and they've kind of went under the the radar because they don't put them in like the uh you know your starter packs which they would probably, they might make a killing if they put a, put some in the starter packs with a decent amp in it, but whatever, you know, those people are far smarter than I am. So take a look at the Squire 51. It's awesome. It's awesome. What can I say? Let me try to get a shot. Part of the video here. Shiny. <laughs> yep, super simple design. Try to get the headstock in the video as I hit everything. I got fender locking tuners. You can kind of see it. Super awkward trying to do it this way, but I'm super awkward. So, 
anyways, look at the Squire 51. Great guitar. Cheap. You can mod it. You can practice your soldering skills, which I still uh, are. My, my skills have not improved. They're horrible. <laughs> so anytime I cannot solder, that would be a good thing. But I am going to play a song off the Dark Passenger that I recorded with the 51. Uh, I believe the signal chain was a 51, and then I put it through a dual rec Mesa. Probably, a, I think it was a Marshall 412. I don't know what speakers in it. Maybe it was vintage 30s. I'm assuming it was probably that. I don't think they were greenbacks in it. But that was a signal chain. You know, we kept it clean. Uh, the signal chain clean. So this is a 51, man. I recorded it with a stock 51. So I'm going to play... Hmm. Let's see. I played beast mode. That was also with the 51. I, th I don't remember what episode that was. I think I'm going to play Jeffrey. It's called Jeffrey. It's about Jeffrey Dahmer. Of course, the whole band was kind of about Jeffrey Dahmer in certain ways. But if you know the know the 215 story, you know that story. So this is going to be Jeffrey. I'm Johnny Ruckus. Thanks again for listening to Can I Get More Podcasts on my monitor. And uh, have a great day. Keep your heads up. And we'll talk to you later. Bye now. <laughs>